All right, welcome to Chapter 4 Podcasts, and this one's on communications. Let's go right to the slides, and if you go to slide 6, it talks about the traditional linear communications, starting with the source, in this case listed as the advertising agency or the client, uh, depending on if they're buying directly or if they're using an agency. Uh, the next is the message. What are you saying, and what are you saying it about? Right. So what's the product price, place, and promotion as we start thinking about the different parts of it? The medium is the placement, of course. The how do you reach people? Um, and then the last part, the receiver, the commu- the customer. So one-way, traditional, linear communication. You watch an advertisement on TV, um, and you either receive it or you don't. Um, so And the problem is, as we start talking about it, is we never knew uh, exactly... Uh, how much of the advertising dollars were effective or not because it was just being thrown out there. So that was traditional. Well, now we're in a time where we start talking about updated communication model being interactive, nonlinear, and multivocal. And what does that mean? It means um, that people are clicking, not just clicking links, but they're interacting. They're not just filling out even surveys, but actually as they go along, they're actually... um, they're interacting with the, the thing. It could even be a game, the advertising these days. Um, so if you go to the next one, we start talking about updated communications model again, slide eight. Look at that very carefully. We talk about the source and the message and the interaction between the customer and both the interactive media and the traditional media. So we still have advertising on television or cable, um, magazines, uh, billboards. Actually, a lot of the, if you look at the billboards, um, even up on like Route 3, for example, the, the interactive billboards, not interactive, but um, yet, although they have those in the world, um, but uh, blackboard billboards that will change uh, and have different advertising a certain amount of time rather than just the traditional throw the thing up there and it stays up there and there's so many impressions per, per uh, month that it's up. Um, so when you look at that versus interactive media, right, the consumer-generated content, now we're talking about how consumers interact and do their own, uh, their own amplification of something. So blogs, social networks, uh, wikis, or again, that word of mouth delivered electronically. So be aware as we go through that these are the, the parts of it too. Um, I want to just touch upon the next section, which is slide nine, source credibility versus source attractiveness. I'm talking about the, um, the credibility, like how do the consumer perceive you as an expert, uh, objective and trustworthy are the words used. So again, back to last time where we talked about what is the social impact of advertising, how they see you affects your effectiveness. So that enlightened self-interest one more time about you know trying to do the right thing so that it's helping your company be more effective or your client be more effective as well as helping your, your ultimate, your, the user. And um, thinking about things, just like I kind of got a funny picture of George Clooney promotes the UN and the picture, and it's kind of like there's a guy there with a, there's a soldier, a peacekeeper, and <laughs> with a gun. And there's Joe, Joe, George Clooney, right? Um, we used to do a lot of, there's still a lot of product placement, and we'll talk about that. So you, you know, you're watching a movie, and there's Brad Pitt, and he's drinking a Coke, right, or something. Um, Matter of fact, if you go back to the 70s, and there was an old show called The Rockford Files, you can find it on the, uh, just as a point of reference, it was funny because he would get a beer out of the fridge, and it would just say beer, and he pulled the can out, it would just say beer, and he'd pick it up. Why? Because they didn't do product placement in the same way. Now it would be a certain type of beer, right, or whatever the drink was, you would definitely see that, even if it was only for a five-second shot. Um, Product placement is used a lot. 
Um, celebrity endorsements are used a lot. If Brad Pitt is wearing a Rolex, do we care? Is he part of your reference group? Is he someone you aspire to be like? Then maybe you'll buy the Rolex. On the other hand, if someone is an athlete, um, whether you like them or not, personally, if you see them using something, or a musician, for example, that plays in a way you want to play, you might be more interested in uh, their endorsement. So uh, if you are, you know, if you like, um, for example, like, so this is in the, in the world of music retail uh, drumming, for example, there are more average drummers out there, regular players, that buy Zildjian cymbals because they're the best than almost any other product out there. It's funny, I mean, as, a, as a drummer myself, like we all want the best, okay? We want the best of the instrument, um, and we end up liking it. And if your favorite drummer, and I won't even name names, but if your favorite drummer plays a certain type of cymbal, you're looking to buy that cymbal. So in that case, it's great. If your favorite drummer also happens to drive a certain car, do you care? No, you don't. But you do want that sound. So it talks about the someone being an expert in that field. They're more likely to be able to speak about that thing because you've seen the results. So think about that when we start talking about uh, either product placement or as we talk about advertising, is someone being that way? And also objective. Do they have an agenda they're trying to sell? Um, and w and, or are they just trying to make money uh, versus whether they really know what they're talking about and they seem more objective? Um, that's really important, especially with those social advertising campaigns that we mentioned earlier um, about uh, either social uh, awareness of issues or uh, as you go through, is that person objective? Um, it's okay if they believe passionately in a, in a cause and you know it's a cause. That tends to go over well with the average uh, customer or potential uh, viewer or listener to your object. But if you're certainly out trying to sell somebody something they don't want, or if you seem you're perceived to be only out for yourself, or you're perceived to not know what you're talking about, then you become much less effective to the average, uh, the average customer. Uh, and, and you in convincing them or enlightening them or educating them as to what the possibility is. Um, one last thing I want to leave, and I'll, I'll end the podcast here for this particular one, is the diffusion process. Be aware of that. We talk about um, it's slide 15 and 16 if you're going through them. Um, the difference between people who pick up something quickly, the innovators, the top percentage, uh, the early adopters, the early majority, late majority, and laggards is what they call. I don't like that term laggards, by the way. It doesn't sound very nice. Although I personally, in most areas, are I, I look at things, uh, try to be an innovator or early adopter. Not always. Let's look at technology, for example. Um, iPhones. When iPhones first came out in 2007, uh, very few people actually jumped on the bandwagon right in the beginning. Those people who did were what we call innovators or early adopters. Later on, they become more and more used, and they become eventually ubiquitous, which means pretty much everywhere. Then not everyone uses an iPhone, and that can change too, if, if Apple has issues um, with security or something else that drives people away or the costs get too high relative to the price point or they, or they advertise so strongly that they're able to pick up the market and they saturate the market, now they've got to look for new markets globally. If any of all of those things happen, people might switch to another platform. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, Apple rides the wave of, uh, of how people pick them up. And this is just a generalization, and it's not in every area. Someone might be an innovative in one, innovator in one area and a laggard in another. So something to keep in mind 
And again, I don't really like that laggard word. We're going to have to come up with something else. But because um, it's not very nice, it sounds kind of pejorative. Um, uh, I don't know what we'll come up with. Maybe maybe one of you will come up with the answer, and the diffusion model will be rewritten, and you will get credit for it if you do somewhere in the world. That would be great, wouldn't it? Just mention that you learned something in the class. I'll I'll take it. Thanks. <laughs> in all seriousness, all joking aside, um, keep in mind the diffusion process because this does affect the effectiveness of any advertising campaign, and we are going to be putting one together towards the end of the class. So please do keep that in mind as something to, um, to factor in as we start talking about how we can build an effective campaign for our fictional client.